0: first of all the healed feminine is going to heal this planet not just women the healed feminine especially in men
1: can i deviate away from my conditioned normalcy
2: and can i start looking at a much deeper intimacy when you look inside your heart you see that your heart really loves life and really embraces life and doesn't have that same fear and that that's really the the source of your courage. You first travel into the shadow. How is that, how is that, how is that impacting my life?
0: It really shifts the energy so quickly in the mind, in the body, it's because you're not dismissing, you're not fighting the ego, you're not fighting the small self. You're welcoming it in, but you're just saying, hey, I actually know what I want, and I'm choosing to change that for myself. Sally,
2: Sally, Hey, Soul Family. This is your host, Nick Walker, and welcome to the Soul Food for Thought podcast, the hub of all things physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual. The mission here is simple how can we tap into our highest power and well being as individuals? And leverage that foundation to create more joy, freedom, love, fulfillment, and success. Not only for ourselves, but for the world at large. So this episode is a bonus. And that is because I had the opportunity to be a guest on Emily Green's podcast. Um, also known as Emily, the medium. And this was such a fun conversation, because I really got to go so deep, like deeper than I probably ever have before in a conversation. Um, Because I mean, I was I was honestly able to talk a lot. <laughs> you know, like I was able to talk a lot. And We had a great conversation, but it it really felt good to be able to, to really go deep into the expression of some of my truths and my understandings, um, about myself and about, you know, this whole thing that we call life. And so there is zero doubt in my mind that you will love this conversation. Um, it blew up on her channel and everyone loved it over there. And so, um... Yes, I really appreciate Emily and she's going to be on my podcast pretty soon. So yes, I'm just going to cut right to it. Enjoy the show. I love you. Thank you for listening.
0: All right, I'm going to start recording. So this is where that'll pick up. Um, Nick, oh, first of all, I should ask, do you prefer Nick or Nicholas? Uh, Nick's Cool. Next cool. Okay. Do you have people who like call you different? Some people call uh,
2: my parents. My parents say Nicholas. <laughs>
0: <laughs> of course. Um, <laughs> yeah. that's a parent I don't
2: mind. I don't I don't mind, but like, yeah, I okay. go by Nick.
0: It's Nick. All right. Amazing. Well, Nick, I'm so happy to have you here. I know we've had this um, interview on the on the books for quite a few months now. So I've been looking forward to it and getting getting excited about chatting with you. So welcome. Thanks for being here.
2: Thank you for having me.
0: Amazing. So why don't we start or we can kind of just pick up, because um, I'm really interested in in a lot of the things that you talk about. And I really love your way of uh, communicating and your style of communicating. I think I saw this, that you're a Gemini. Is that right? Am I right?
1: yeah
0: (laughs) amazing i mean i got a gemini from a mile away so i'm like even before you i heard you say that i was like yeah um but i have a, I have a gemini moon so i i feel you we're on the same kind of we're on the same wavelength gemini wise um but I i like the way that you i like the way that you present yourself i like the way that you present information i love the way that you talk about things and so i'm just really curious to to get to know you and know more about you so if you could start just by giving, I know this is always, you know, anytime I have to introduce myself, I'm like, oh my gosh, where do I even start? But if you could start by giving maybe a little kind of, um, you know, as long form or as short form as you want of who you are and what you do and what you're all about and what you're into and that kind of thing.
2: Yeah. Um, well, um, I guess a great place to start is um around that communication piece around that Gemini piece like something that like what I'm drawn to is um everything (laughs) like honestly like I love to um you know my entire life I've always been interested in learning and more so than learning like understanding Mm -hmm. um so I'm a Scorpio moon as well um And so it's like just and and a Sagittarius, um, not to get super deep into this, I love it, it.
0: um,
2: but a Sagittarius rising. And so in a nutshell, basically, you know, a theme in my life is just trying to understand everything about my reality. Um, And, you know, I think a lot of that came from growing up um, in the household that I was in, where my parents were separated Um, and, you know, for like the first, you know, probably ever since I was like born. Um, and for the first like maybe year or so of my life, like they were always fighting and things like that. And so I feel that being in a situation like that, um, that, I mean, I really had to kind of go within and I had to, like, I I kind of had to fend for myself in that way um, and to Depend on my own understanding of the world because it was hard for me to trust um, other people, especially with my emotions. Uh, It was hard for me to open myself to my world. Um, And so, yeah, like just I'm super interested in understanding things, understanding myself and my relationship with my world and the universe at large and then you know back to the communication it's like I like to communicate my understandings and my insights through the written word um and through the spoken word yeah. um and so you know other than that I'm a, I'm a college student I'm 21 about to graduate from Syracuse University this spring
0: wow you're old soul I would have never guessed <laughs> <laughs>
2: um I um Yeah, I um I, I'm I'm very fortunate to run a successful business at this moment. Um and we've you know, we're an event company and through COVID things have actually gotten better for us. Um, so you know, that's amazing. And yeah, I'm I'm happy to be here. And so that would that would be my my brief <laughs> it's like my first like podcast introduction like ever.
0: Hey! no you did great that was that was great that was amazing well a couple places that I'd love to pick up from there first of all I noticed that just in the way that because you know part of what I do is I um, you know I've always done this but I observe kind of you know I observe myself and I observe my own environment and what's kind of happening in here which I think we have in common but I also kind of I'm really good at looking and seeing what not like not looking at what other people are doing, but kind of just observing the way that different people process and communicate and things like that. And I noticed that about you, like the Scorpio moon makes sense. Like you go deep, you go into the depths of thought and like concepts and communication and and stuff like that. And I guess where I want to pick that up is, did you ever find that? Because this has been something for me as well, that you're either your emotional experience was really intense or kind of like self like mental kind of dialogue and self-talk like that was really intense and did you have to kind of find a way to I guess um honor that and understand that and then work with that like what was that process like for you
2: that's a really interesting question because and thank you for for recognizing that in me mm-hmm. that's a really interesting question because the moment that you asked me that yeah. I thought back to whenever I was a little kid and like a little little kid. Um, and I remember that point. And I'm curious if you also had, you know, this point where like I noticed, like I re- like I like I started to notice the inner judge. Mm-hmm. So I would I would remember like sitting in the car, like in the backseat, my mom would be driving me to school or whatever. And I would remember like fighting with my thoughts almost, like there'd be a thought that would come in. And I would try to like fight it and say like, no, no, no. But then it like, I was like completely like stuck, like in my mind and I had no idea how to get out. Like I was trying to combat every single thought with another thought.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, and so, you know, gradually, you know, as time has gone on through, um, you know, a couple of psychedelic experiences and then also through, um, you know for the past like maybe half of a year just a lot of deep meditation um it seems that i've really been able to you know increasingly just separate from that and you know of course you know it's not always perfect yeah um but it can be um you know it, it seems like i'm able to feel things that just a lot of people may not be able to feel
0: <laughs> yeah. Like,
2: like I feel like there's literally no limit to what I can feel
0: yeah that's I mean that's incredibly powerful and also because I understand this as well and I totally relate to that it's also very intense no yes <laughs> it's a lot wow so yeah no I I just I I recognize that in you and I and I and I feel that in myself like when I was when I was a kid one of the first um like just in the judgment piece and, you know, even, judging a thought judging an emotion judging you know even how I interacted in the situation like as young as three years old I just remember being like oh my god you know I viscerally remember the first emotion I've ever ever felt that I that I remember and I remember what it felt like in my body was shame and judgment like self-judgment which is a crazy first like not joy not like laughter no shame right but you know what I mean I'm sure you I'm sure you get that and understand that so anyway that's really cool. And I, and I think one thing that I want to just acknowledge about you, and I think that your the way that you share your emotional process or like these deep kind of nuggets of wisdom that, that you share in the way that you package them, um, I think is so valuable for other people just like, wow, that's the depth of, of emotion that I can actually get to or feel because I think we're so beautifully human. And we have such, you know, we have such wide ranges of, of emotional experiences. And how do we kind of just like let them be what they are, um, with, rather than fighting with them or d- disowning them or cutting them off or stopping them or things like that. So you do a really good job of that.
2: Thank you, and and there are a couple of things there that you said that really stand out to me. Um, The first one being, you know, kind of separating yourself from that dialogue Mm -hmm. because something that I've noticed um, through my men's group. um, And this was really the first time where I noticed this, where I was like, so the nature of like a men's group, it's like whenever you're, kind of like in the spotlight, like whenever you're kind of singled out and you have that moment to like express whatever is alive for you, Um, it can be very easy, like during your expression to judge that expression as it comes out.
1: Mm
2: -hmm. Um, And more than that, it's like trying to fix it trying to fix the expression or, or thinking that there's something wrong with the expression, like thinking that um, it needs to be in a certain way whenever it comes out or that like, you know, there's like this aspect of myself that needs to be fixed.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: You know what I mean? So, um, yeah, like thinking that you have to like fix your shadows pretty much.
1: Yeah.
2: Um, yeah. But what I've found is that it's not really like... <laughs> There's nothing to be fixed.
0: (laughs) Yes, totally. I actually completely agree with that. And that's the thing, you know, just in the kind of, I guess, the spiritual community. I'm curious to hear your perspective on that. On a, like quite a heavy emphasis in the last little while on shadow work and like working with it and you know and, and there's a lot of different narratives around it of d- different ways that people approach kind of the shadow work conversation like whether that's eradicating your shadow completely or you know accepting it or things like that but what's your I'm, I'm I think I have an idea of, of of what your stance is on that but what's your what's your kind of feeling on the whole shadow work conversation?
1: Mm-hmm.
2: I think it makes sense for people for a while Mm -hmm. i think perhaps it has a a valuable um, and maybe necessary place in people's journeys whenever it does it did for me but eventually i came to the point where i'm like okay like i i know that like there there's nothing to fix i just have to relax i just have to allow myself to be in an embodied experience like i can um sit here all day and say that I have to heal this and I have to heal this and I have to heal this, but it's like, there's nowhere to go. And so that's like been one of my mantras lately, especially during meditation, whenever I think that I have to like, again, fix my thoughts or fix my perceptions. You know what I mean? Like if I notice a thought that is looking at something in like a crooked way, it's like, no, like I don't have to repair that. The awareness is all that is needed, yeah. you know. If I find myself acting um, from fear uh, or, or you know from scarcity in my reality, the awareness is enough. Like, yes, it's amazing if I'm able to contradict that um, that energy, and to and and to act from a place of. Um, love and openness and freedom instead whatever you want to call it um but usually the like the awareness is enough
0: yeah absolutely absolutely I completely agree I think that it's 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 I completely agree because I I, one thing that I see is that yeah it's, it's 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 useful it's valuable it's helpful up to a point but then what I notice a lot of people doing is they they kind of continue to get wrapped up in it and over identifying with it almost kind of, Um, and it just becomes distracting. Whereas if we could just have awareness, it's a lot more effective and it uses a lot less energy and all this kind of stuff. So that's really interesting. I like that perspective. Um, I want to go back a step to what you, what you mentioned just around your psychedelic experiences. I'm really curious. And I've actually never had anyone on the podcast talk about this. So I would love for you to share just a little bit about um, your experience there. I guess how they came to you, what, what kind of psychedelics were you using, what was your experience like, um, and so on. I know it's pro- there's probably a lot there.
2: Yeah. Um, and I haven't gone that much into depth in it either because there's this... I mean, you know, there's a stigma around it, of course, you know, yes. Um, but, you know, I mean, I'm I'm a firm believer in using them with, um, with reverence, uh, with intention. Um, And I've done that since the very first time, you know, that I, that I did it. Um, The first time that I did it, it was with, um, it was with some kids in a fraternity that I was in. Mm -hmm. And even then I was still you know there was this part of me that really wanted to kind of do it um alone in isolation uh you know so i can introspect <laughs> you know what i mean so i can just get in the weeds and whatever and so i've had a couple of i'll i have had a couple of experiences on them um the first one was hmm trying to like 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 pinpoint which one was like i mean they were all like
1: yeah
2: very impactful Mm -hmm. like it's hard to like kind of compare them yes um and i've done them i've done them four times i believe Mm -hmm. um i would say honestly my most recent one i I can touch on that a little bit um this was in august and really the most profound thing for me is just how it, it's such a great tool for remembrance. So it's very easy to get caught up in, you know, all of these things that we have to do, all these things that we have to accomplish, um, you know, all of these places that we have to go. And I've never had such a profound experience of remembering that love is all there is and when i say that it's like it it sounds very cliche it sounds very out of the can
1: mm-hmm. but
2: like like i i literally could not stop saying that during the experience love is all there is like there was nothing else but this profound feeling of love and there was just this knowing that this is the only thing and we're completely taken care of like there will be these, you know, routines and all the technicalities and all the, you know, whatever you can worry about whatever, as long as you want, but you can't forget about this thing that is constantly and always operating in the background of your experiences. And yeah. (laughs) And so I was, I was literally crying on my bathroom floor in gratitude and, and, and just in in disbelief, or I don't even want to say disbelief. I feel like it's kind of the opposite, I hear you. Um, but just like a profound awe of like, wow, like I can't believe that we have been given all of this.
0: Yeah. Wow, that's beautiful. I have goosebumps when you're talking about that. I could, I could feel that viscerally as you're speaking about it. That's really incredible. Um, yeah, I can relate to that as well. You know, I've I haven't played with I haven't worked with or or used psychedelics much, but I have done them a couple of times, um, most recently kind of over the summer and as well. And I just and it's so funny because it is like when you're taking the experience when you're taking kind of, I guess, the message or the the main takeaway out of it, and then you're communicating. it. it's like, this sounds so cliche, so simple, but it's so true. You know what I mean? Like, mm. I get what you're saying there, because I had a similar experience. And essentially, my experience was just like, um, joy is so important. And presence is so important. And I was just like, I, I couldn't believe how present I was. I was like, all I care about right now is this music and like this sun on my face and this like water that I'm swimming in. Like, I was like, is this what it feels like to be actually present? Because I'm all in all kinds of directions at all times, always, right? So I was like, is that what it feels like to be present? And so my takeaway was number one, you know, making more space for joy, which is kind of an intention that I've taken into this year. Um, But also just like, cultivating or finding ways to have that same level of presence that I had with the, with the psychedelics in my everyday life. Like that was the main takeaway. And that might seem so simple to anybody else, just listening to us speak about this, right? Like love is all there is, or, or, you know, find presence, but so profound, right? Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. That I mean, and that's something that I, um, have taken away as well after every single experience i'm like dude you know that shit is possible with like 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 that's not the drug that's you that's not the i don't like to call it a drug the medicine that's not the medicine it's you like that just wouldn't be because it feels so natural Mm
1: -hmm.
2: it feels so natural that it's like I, i don't even feel like i'm on anything right now like i feel like this is just me being who I am what's so what's so interesting to me on those experiences is the different um the different aspects of the energies of my expression that come forward like it like almost like these different archetypes like it's very it's very interesting to me like like there's this one archetype that all that comes out almost every time and it's like this archetype of like a wise, old, like, witch woman, almost, who is like, so like, um, it's like my voice, like, like the voice that I will have. It's like very, it's just so wise and all knowing, but very, um, I, I couldn't even do it justice if I were to like, try to mimic it right now. Uh, but but like imagine like that there's like a witch woman who's like making you a potion in the kitchen in like a silent kitchen yes and she knows exactly what she's doing she knows exactly like what um you know what I mean like she knows yes. exactly how to serve you mm-hmm. and it's just very like yeah I, and 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 that always fascinates me is like the different expressions and the aspects of us that come to oh. life especially me being like a man of course it's like some of these more feminine expressions and you know these states of feeling um yeah. it's super profound because uh, you know it, we're we're programmed to not yeah. or, or, or to shy away from that type of softness mm-hmm. and not even i guess this is coming to terms with, with the fact that that softness is actually there <laughs> you know what i mean
0: yes oh i love that that's a really really I love the way you describe that and I could actually as you're describing this archetype of the witch woman I could actually like picture her you know doing her thing giving you what she it's it's amazing it's so it's so cool the way that that presented to you and I completely agree with you I think and 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 I'm curious to hear your thoughts on this and I've got a lot of thoughts on this but I'm curious to hear your thoughts just on so just what you described of the way that you're feeling of like, it doesn't really feel like you're on any kind of medicine or any kind of psychedelics. Like it's actually just quite natural. What what do you think about the concept that this medicine is, is really just to be kind of reminding us of our natural state or these archetypes that we, you know, always have available to us in our net in our kind of, I guess, normal states of consciousness, because I really think, and I truly believe that it's possible that we can, actually create just in our everyday life the same amount of dmt the same amount of like just as we would when we were actually taking some kind of medicine um but so it's kind of almost like it's returning us to our natural energy or just reminding us of our natural energy or reminding us all of the different facets of who we are that are there or things that are potentially hidden from us just because we're you know so Enmeshed in some kind of, you know, very super hyper physical reality. What do you think about that?
2: I think that's a very valid perspective, and I I, I would I agree with it mm-hmm. wholeheartedly. I um. I believe that, yeah, like that is. I, I think it's all possible, yeah. I th- and, and and I've experienced it myself because every time that I, that I'm on the medicine. You know, I take it, and like the next day, I you know, I do my integration and you know, writing, journaling, whatever. I'm like, okay. I know, I literally know that I can increasingly take steps every day just through my experience and you know, being present, whatever, however you want to pick that apart. I know that I can increasingly um, transition into these higher states of consciousness and embodiment. Mm-hmm um and i've experienced that like i mean like it's insane how sometimes i'll be walking down the street like like it, literally last night i was walking to cvs and i was like wow like my life actually kind of feels like psychedelic
1: <laughs>
2: yes <laughs> like and like that that like and, and like yeah like straight up sometimes it does
1: yes yeah um
2: and yeah. you know a lot of that's like we're like really what has moved the needle for me like, like seriously, psychedelics for sure. That's great. Um, you know, some of the other practices are cool, like journaling, introspection, all of that, you know, the quote unquote shadow work. But really, what has moved the needle for me is meditation and connecting with my breath. Like by far, those are the two things. And it's like, I like seriously. With meditation,
1: mm-hmm.
2: the difference between meditating for like fifteen minutes a day yeah. and like two, three hours a day, mm-hmm. it is a fucking profound. Yes, <laughs> like it is like, oh my god!
0: <laughs> I hear you. Oh
1: my
0: gosh, I could not agree more. <laughs> I could not agree more. Like, and that's not, that's kind of what I was me. That's what I was leading into of like that that meditation practice or you're, you know, connecting with your breath practice, like if we can really, I don't know if, you know, mastery isn't, I don't know if mastery is really the word that I want to use, but if we can really have a consistency level with that and enjoy that and really like, like I really, I enjoy, you know, I used to be like oh, meditation, fuck, you know, I have to like go, so fuck, you know, but <laughs> now I'm like, I can't wait to like go. I'm so pumped because I just know that that's what like you said, that's what moves the needle forward. That's what helps me be more present and clear and um, non-reactive and, you know, and, uh, and able to hold space for multitude of different perspectives, especially in this time. You know, I'm curious to hear just how your meditation practice, even, I want to come back to that, how your meditation practice has kind of supported you through the last, you know, it's been a wild my, it's been a wild year um I'm curious to hear how thats but I, I truly Nick, I could not agree more like that is because yeah, all these things are great and, and it's like I feel like we you know I've done it all like I've explored all kinds of different oh my gosh all, all of the things. but at the end of the day it's like can I, breathe into this emotion and give it a second to kind of like have its minute and then move through? Um, am I able to like, take the thing that I'm angry about and bring it onto my meditation pillow and like use my breath and movement to move that thing through, you know, like it's so powerful.
2: Yes. Yes. It's like, like with the journaling, like I can journal all day, but I'm literally trying to fix something that is not me. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like I'm, it's not me. And I with the meditation. It's like, I agree with you. Um, you know, I resonate with you in, in the sense that increasingly, there is a desire, or and a preference to go within. So something that I, um, you know, like a theme for me last year was pretty much everything in the world of like eating so i would deal with you know a lot of a lot of episodes around compulsive eating and like really having to like restrain myself from eating more food because it was that hard uh to go within and um, i mean increasingly and, and still like it's still happening where like there's just no like i i just don't see the point you know what I mean? Because I know that like home is here, like within me. Um, and there's like a, yeah, there's just like a preference to go within. Mm-hmm. Uh, but what is super interesting is that after I, um, so, I mean, this was literally late November. Yeah. This was late November where I started. I made the shift from like obligation energy, 15 minutes of meditation per day, yep. maybe 30 to literally just sitting down for like, because like there were these points in my day where I would be kind of bored and I would just have hours and hours on end. And I'm like, dude, like there's nothing else to do. Like there's literally nothing else to do. So I'm just gonna sit here and meditate. Mm -hmm. And literally like after one week of meditation for maybe like two, three hours a day, I had my first lucid dream. Wow. And I was like, okay. And I, and I took that as a sign from, from spirit that, okay, like you, like, you need to keep doing this, like, this is working for you. And I feel like that was kind of like, like, like that, like that was pretty much all that I needed because for so long, honestly, for maybe like two years, I was so obsessed with like trying uh, to lucid dream. And then I gave up. I was like, you know what, like whenever God says that I'm ready to, to, to lucid dream, then um, this universe will provide me an experience to, to lucid dream. And so that's what happened. And now I'm, I, am i am kind of just like in that flow or like, I, I want to meditate for that long every day. Mm
0: -hmm. Amazing. Well, that's, that's so cool. And, and I'm, I'm in the same, I'm, I'm around that time too. Like I'll do, I do about an hour in the morning and I'll do kind of like a tune up midday and then I'll do again in the evening. So I really, you know, I, i i do it it's it's a huge mm-hmm. part of my day um okay so i'm curious so you know in this space in this community on my podcast things like you know we talk about all kinds of you know intuition and developing psychic abilities and kind of you know honing our spidey senses and all this kind of stuff and telepathic communication you know all that all that fun stuff mm-hmm. um so i'm curious to hear how i know you said you had a really profound lucid dream experience but how either has your meditation practice or other practices that you use um, kind of, I guess, deepened or strengthened or helped you understand your relationship to your intuition?
2: Yeah, that's a really good question. That's a really good question. So I'm just going to like kind of go off on like many different just psychic experiences that I, because I feel like with like with these intuitive experiences, whatever, it's like, they can sound crazy to another person who is not ex- experiencing it but it's like to the person experiencing it it's like it, it's hard to even call it like a feeling it's just like a knowing you know um a knowing about something that is so for you so for example and this like came off came up off the top of my head um But I remember a couple of months ago, I was at my house with my parents um, because obviously I still live with them (laughs) until I graduate. Um, And I was having one of those episodes of compulsive eating. And I was, um, wow, yeah, this was crazy. (laughs) So I had, I, so I went back upstairs, I got more food, came back down and then basically, I'd eaten like past the point of like, like I had already done like basically like one round of eating more than I was supposed to. Mm -hmm. And so I had a choice of like, okay, am I going to go with my intuition, which is saying do not have more right now, which at that point, it's like, of course, it's intuition like, yes, do not go get more food right now. Like, every part of you like does not want more food right now. Or maybe I can't say that, but I think you know what I mean. Um, so basically I walked out of my room because I decided that I was going to I was going to go get more. I walked out of my room and I saw my dad at the kitchen counter and he was getting more food as well. But there was like this, there was just like this recognition there that like we were almost dealing with the same exact thing at the same exact time. And I, and I mean, there are many different ways you can look at that many different perspectives, you know, from one perspective, he was just a reflection for me, a reflection from the universe of saying, okay, like, you you know what I mean? Like there's so many different perspectives, but in general, I would say that I, I feel pretty psychic, (laughs) like, honestly, like, I feel like I can just, um, really step back and understand all of these things that I shouldn't, that I quote unquote, shouldn't be able to understand, like being able like, like, there's like this foresight. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know, you know, your perspective of like, and your experiences with foresight, and like, how kind of how long that stretches out. But for me, it's kind of like a foresight, that's a very, in the moment. So it's like, I saw that thing that just happened. Like I knew, like, I, I don't know. It, it's, it's very hard to like I know exactly it. what
1: you're saying. I know exactly <laughs> what you're
2: saying, yeah. <laughs> Yes. Or, or it's, it's like something happens and then, yeah. So something happens and I can see energetically like almost every component that contributed to that experience happening. Like, I can see, like, every person, like, and their role that they played in that happening, and the emotions that were stirring up within people to contribute to, like, like everything.
0: Yeah, yeah. wow, amazing. Yeah, the way I pictured it when you were describing that is almost kind of like um, – this is why, when you're saying this, I'm like, I get what you're saying because I can see it, but it's so hard to put into, you know, words, words are hard sometimes. Mm -hmm. Um, When you just get something telepathically with someone, I'm like, I'm feeling you. I know what you're saying. I know exactly what you're saying. And then it's like, I just don't know how to, you know, I don't know how to describe it. But the way that I was picturing it is kind of almost like, choices or decisions uh, kind of bringing us to a certain place in the present moment, you know, kind of from where we've come from and then choices, uh. that you know, that are kind of like pinging out into, into a future kind of moment. So it's cool. It's, it almost sounds like to me, what I'm hearing with that as well is like through your presence and through your self-awareness of like what you're doing in any given moment and your decisions and where they're leading you. Um you just have a really good like finger on the pulse of how each kind of interaction, reaction, decision, choice like leads where, almost like where it can take you. Does that make sense?
2: Yes, yes. And something that really stands out to me um, is this idea that because you talked about choices and that really stood out to me because sometimes it's very easy to get caught up and trying to make the right choice. And I feel like whenever we're trying to make the right choice, we are avoiding our shadow aspect. We're avoiding an emotion because that's really all the, that's all that the mind is trying to do. It's trying to avoid feeling certain things. And so what I've recognized within me at least is that, let's say that i because you talked about like that timeline piece, like basically seeing down these different portals, down these different timelines, and yeah it's like just being able to see like where all of those timelines merge and where that emotion would have came up anyway at a later date yes mm-hmm. um
1: yeah big time
2: yes i wish i could i know <laughs> I like i could i feel like energetically like in my head and my body i'm doing it more justice than i am with my words
0: but so you're doing exactly. sure you know i mean i know exactly what you mean and i think that's just really interesting I wanted to actually get, get your perspective on this as well. I think that's interesting, just noticing that personally of kind of our personal, you know, choices, decisions, reactions, observations, and so on, and how that kind of, I guess, boomerangs out into our personal sphere. But I'm also curious, just even, because one thing that I feel, especially for this year, um, is that there's a lot of available timelines. There's like, so many different ways that this planet could go, (laughs) you know, like, there's a lot of different places we could go. Um, And it's almost like, then I'm all then I almost start thinking about, you know, I've been thinking about this a lot lately, like, how are our personal choices and intentions as individuals then contributing back then into kind of the collective timeline, do you get what I'm saying? Like, I'm kind of almost like, Figuring out what's the difference between our personal kind of sphere of experience, our observations, our reactions—how we fit into, I guess you could say, the web of the universe—and then how that affects and impacts our planet and our universe and our world, and and kind of where the planet is moving. Do you know what I'm saying? <laughs> this is even making sense.
2: That is, that's really powerful um, because there are so many different ways to look at it, so many ways to interpret it, and just what. This is just what came to my mind when you said that. I'm just thinking about how the people who are here to um I don't want to say here to. Um I, I try to I try to be um as least divisive as possible in my words because it's very easy to like get caught in the paradigm of like people being um you know like light workers or like you know whatever and i think that i think they're cool concepts yeah. um but it's a, it's a very easy way to spread more mm-hmm. divisiveness and separation and saying okay like i'm here on this grand spiritual mission and you're not mm-hmm. uh, i'm here to do i'm here to make this type of impact and you're not yeah. um and so like as much as like the light worker stuff and like the um, you know, the star see like all that, like as cool as it is. Um, yeah. Yeah. I do like, you know, I try to be as, as conscious as I can about that. Um, but the people who are clearly like right now who are in that space of leading with light, leading with love, leaving with truth, were disruptors
1: mm-hmm.
2: and so something that I've noticed with me at least is like it is almost impossible for me to not cause a disruption in the realities of those around me um it seems like at least like in my house like with my family for example like it's almost impossible for me to not trigger them like 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 not even I I won't even really be doing anything. <laughs> and then it's just like trigger and there's almost no way around it. But then also it's like being able to step into those places where it's like, okay, like I may trigger some people when I do this. Um, you know what I mean? And so there there can be a lot of resistance around making some of our own decisions because we think that, you know, we're there, there's fear there. So for example, like something, and this is a very intimate example for me is really, I would say, you know, through my upbringing, my childhood, I was basically programmed into thinking that it was not safe for me to take up space. It was not safe for me to be seen. I had to hide, I had to walk around on my tippy toes, I couldn't bother anyone. I couldn't irritate anyone, you know, probably stemming back to that parental dynamic, you know, um, and so for me, like, you know, being in my household of six people, you know, with my siblings, my three siblings, and my parents, you know, there would be times like whenever I'd be at home where like I would be meditating, you know, like I'd be meditating out in the open, right? So let's say like I'm in the basement or something, or I'm on the living room couch and I'm closing my eyes for a couple of moments, like meditating. And it's really about sitting in the meditation and being aware of that resistance, mm-hmm. of that urge to like change what I'm doing immediately whenever I hear one of them about to the walk in the room. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like there's that urge to like to open your eyes or to like hop on your phone for a quick second until they go away or to, you know, just completely change what you're doing. And so, and so I was like, okay, like I've actually been doing this for, like for a while and I'm just now noticing it. And so, last month like i really started to step into that i was like you know what like this is an upgrade from the universe this is an integration this is literally me um reclaiming a lost aspect of myself like i'm literally gaining more power i'm gaining more freedom everything by simply being able to just sit in that meditation and to be present through that and then like i said it cleared up the emotion for me, you know, it was a little turbulent, whatever, but it caused disruption because, you know, knowing me, like I, I can read people like literally across the, like, you don't even have to be saying anything. Like I can just <laughs> yeah. I can tell by like how I can tell by the subtle, uh, variations in your footsteps, like how, you know, how you're, how you're walking a little bit differently than you are nor- normally, um, you know, the subtle change in your voice or, or just feeling the energy, like literally like just feeling the vibrations and how, um, we're always causing these disruptions. And so it's like, I'm not trying to trigger you, but like, as I become more free, like it's kind of just an inevitability.
0: Yes. Oh my God. I love that so much. That is such a, like I've never heard somebody sum that up so well, and I and what I'm taking from that, I mean, so many, so many different things about what you just said, but I think what you just demonstrated is that, and I totally get you about it's like, you know, because I. I have naturally, I'm very psychic and I've also trained myself to be increasingly very psychically perceptive of everything that's going on around me, myself, the people I'm with, right? So that was the same for me where I had to learn just because I'm psychically perceiving something, maybe someone doesn't like about what I'm doing or saying or is triggering them, like you said, or is disrupting them or things like that. Uh, As long as it's not causing harm, you know, whatever, you know, physical harm or any kind of thing like this, then I have to just keep doing it. And, and I can't get caught up in how people are receiving my actions, my word, you know what I'm saying? So that's what I took from that. That's brilliant.
2: Yes, that is. Yes. Yeah. And now what comes up for me is like, um, you know, things with like COVID
1: mm-hmm.
2: and really being discerning <laughs> with like truth because I mean, I'm curious to hear like what your thoughts are about it. And I'm not gonna get too deep into what I think about it, but in a nutshell, I'm not gonna live in fear Um, because at the end of the day, that's all it is. It's another illusion. It's it's the same thing if you were to be worried about anything, (laughs) like, you know what I mean? Um, And so, and this was a profound, Found example yes so it was the uh it was like last week um my mom is always very adamant about me um you know taking the proper precautions you know whatever and I am basically very against that in my core like I just like I I, I just I, I there's nothing else I can do like I just it just literally does not feel true like that's the thing. It's like not like I'm out here on the internet searching for evidence that COVID is whatever. It's like it literally doesn't feel true. <laughs> and when because whenever you've experienced the feeling of truth, then like you just you know. know. Like you know whenever you're doing something that is not true, that is not in alignment with that. Yeah. And so I mean so many different things from like noticing whenever I am like I'll like 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 honestly I have not used hand sanitizer since March of 2020. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like like I, I never use hand sanitizer. Like I didn't keep that shit in the car, like I didn't do anything and like past a certain point, like I I mean, I would say like pretty much all my life, like after I come home from being out, I wash my hands. But like something interesting is like whenever I'd walk back in from the grocery store, right? And I'm I'm in my car and um no hand sanitizer there, of course, no wipes, whatever. And let's say like there there's like an itch on my nose. And it's like, am I am I gonna itch my nose right now? Like which which side am I gonna choose? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and so really like, for me, it's like, Mm -hmm. it could sound masochistic to some, but it's like, I'm going to step into truth every single time Mm -hmm. because it's, it's almost like a, a level up each time you gain more power each time. And so yesterday, like this, I I flew back to Syracuse and I, (laughs) I never thought, I honestly never thought that I would have this type of faith mm-hmm. and confidence, yeah. but my mask didn't cover my nose like pretty much the entire time, mm-hmm. like not on the plane, and I and, and not on the plane, not in the airport. Yeah. And I really just like, I wanted to sit through that energy, through that discomfort. Mm-hmm. And it was amazing how just incrementally, how much more powerful I felt within my body, um and just embrace and just interacting with all of these energies you know the perhaps the judgmental looks from people or, or not even like the looks but you can just feel the energy that is there
0: oh yeah well we just talked about that that's the whole thing right like you know it's like you're perceived it's yeah it's tough when you're psychic you know no i'm just kidding. yeah get what i mean you know what i mean yeah
2: yeah because like they don't even have to be looking at you but it's just like and maybe they didn't even see you with the mask down Mm -hmm. but the energy is there it's it's a it's like a fear or resistance that you're feeling to this illusion that is
1: there absolutely
0: absolutely you know I think it's um I don't I agree with you. I don't talk about it too much mostly because there's a lot of nuance and everybody's having their own experience and their own relationship to it. And I respect everybody's perspectives. That's my thing. And I think, I think you get me on that. I respect your perspective. It may be different than mine. I might actually like totally disagree with you, but that's okay. We can still, we can still be here. We can still be together. I think, you know, something that's so big for me too, is that no matter what, and I'm always going to, you know, um, gonna do what i have to do to live in the world at the moment um you know and we just we're kind of just all doing what we have to do i think but i don't give power to it i don't use the words i've actually never used the c word like on the anything nothing i don't yeah. use it i don't i don't use that language i'm not going to give my energy to that language I just don't want to it doesn't feel empowering to me you know so that's I totally get what you're saying and I think that that's just that's that's people's choice if it doesn't feel empowering for you to 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 engage in the kind of the, the fear frequency then then that's your thing you know and I hope that we can yeah I mean it's a whole uh, conversation it's a whole thing but but that, you know what I mean? yeah.
1: that's so
2: powerful it's like what's coming up from here right now is like doesn't matter who you are what you believe in what your opinions are like just encourage you to just lean into these fear frequencies whatever it may be um because I feel like that's all that really matters because from one perspective you could say okay Nick like um you know hop off your high horse like maybe you're not that strong because you still had the mask halfway over your face you know you could say that you could say that there's still fear there but like I feel like releasing some fear is better than nothing, you know, and you could even take it as far as the vaccine, which of course is very controversial. And it's like, sure, I've seen all of the, you know, all of the studies, you know, whatever saying that, you know, it is not, <laughs> um, you know, the, the intention is not one of purity and of, of truth um and you could look at that from a myriad of perspectives but in general the way that I look at it is like and this is a per, and, and this is like a way of, of being a way of living that I'm very attracted to is like I can't be touched yeah like I literally can't be touched so even if mm-hmm. I were to get it yeah I can't like like I can't be touched I'm not my body yeah. <laughs> I'm not any of this and so sometimes like I'll um, you know I'm always just like experimenting with things like that so it's like um, you know at one point um, one of my major themes in my life was like overcoming this fear of like eating quote-unquote unhealthy foods Mm -hmm. you know foods with the you know the pesticides and like whatever the non-organic like all this stuff and really like i would have to leave, i had to recognize like okay when is it that i actually like want one of these things but i'm resisting it because i'm i'm scared and i'm saying that i just don't want it you know what i mean so it's like okay like um i think osho yeah osho says that um one man's poison can be another man's elixir and so it's like okay like this is an opportunity to train myself and to remind myself that i can neutralize anything simply simply through love and presence
1: mm-hmm. through
2: unconditional love and presence so it's like yeah if i like if i get the vaccine like whatever you know i'm not like i'm not going to go out of my way to get it <laughs> but like if i like you know if there's a, if i have to like travel and i can't get it if i if i'm not traveling then it's like okay like whatever it's not that big of a deal. Because if I'm running away from it that much, then I'm in fear.
0: Mm, yes, I completely agree with you. And I think that that like everything that you just described, no matter which way you slice this, no matter which way you see this, if you're the people listening to this, like everybody has their own way of seeing it. And that's totally cool. Um, but I think holding that energy of no matter what happens, I'm good. I'm fine. If I have to get the vaccine, my body's resilient and it's adaptable and it'll be fine. Like you, I'm not going to go out of my way to get it, but I have to, then I'm going to be good. I'm going to be fine. Right. Like no matter what we are human beings, I believe are incredibly adaptable and resilient. And when we, you know, just naturally just our natural kind of function. Um, but I also believe that when we can couple that our natural resiliency and adaptability with like higher conscious the higher consciousness part of the equation Mm. we're fine we're good you know and that's what i hope for everybody um you know that they can find their own meaning of what we just said there that they can find their own kind of uh way of being good no matter what i'm good no matter what's going on you know i heard this really cool quote the other day and basically it said like the external world is not going to get any calmer And so how can we make our own internal world and internal environment and our internal power and our internal freedom more beautiful or more like, what are we taking care of our internal environment and making that a beautiful place for us to live? Because out here is not necessarily going to calm down. So how can we, you know what I'm saying? So I totally hear everything you're saying. And I think that's a very, um, you know, it's a great perspective, and I hope that it perhaps can help, you know, people think about this conversation, maybe even just a little bit differently, without having um a reaction, you know, a reaction to it either way.
2: Yeah, exactly, yeah. because, like, you know, someone could say, like, hey, like, my grandma died from this, and I'm, like, like, I can't, I can't, like, you know, I, I can't, like, fight that, you know what I mean? Like, I can't, yeah. I can't, like, overpower your truth with my truth because it's all just they're all just perspectives
1: yeah
2: um and so yeah like your experience is true yeah for you just as my experience is true for me and so i i honor yours
1: yes
2: i don't have to agree with it or whatever but like i honor yours Mm -hmm. um and i respect it as true you know what i mean like i'm not coming from that place of like Nah, like that's not like true, but it's like, you know, you're having your experience,
1: yeah.
2: Um, and I'm and I, and I like what you said about higher consciousness, and I'm I'm curious to hear more about what you meant by that because what first came to my mind was like how really with like intention, yes. like intention was the first thing that came to my mind because through intention, like that's how we, you know, create, and so. like whenever I'm looking at all of these fears whenever I'm looking at all these fears I'm like in absolute magician mode yes absolute magician mode where I'm like okay the result of me leaning into this fear is going to do this 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 in my body and in my mind right and I'm going to experience the effects of that and it's really just like having fun with it you know what I mean is having like a lot of fun with it
0: yes that's the thing it's like yeah i completely agree with that and and i love what you said just about higher consciousness and intention i actually just recorded a podcast that i put out last week that was all about that like how do we well we can move our planet in the direction of higher understanding understanding of each other understanding of uh, higher concepts higher power you know this kind of thing through our intention like if i am holding the intention for the planet of unity or of peace or of mutual understanding or of honoring each person's truth, then I, exactly, I'm in magician mode. I'm doing that not only for myself, but I'm doing that for other people. And I'm kind of, um, you know, without directly directly having any kind of interaction i'm helping them move in that direction if they want to and if they're willing because i have to be willing i'm not going to force anybody to you know to, to to go in any direction or see it anything from any certain perspective but i love what i love what you said there i think that's um uh, you know just intention is everything and i think it's going to be all the more important this upcoming year too and it, i mean it always has been but it's even more important now So yes, does that? I think you had a question there. Did I answer your question?
2: (laughs) Yes, of course. Yeah, I just wanted to hear your perspective.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, And so,
2: and so you're, and so you're a psychic medium. Yes. So do you? So like, how deeply can you like read other people's energies, or like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm curious.
0: I mean, that's a great question. I think I think that's super. It's hard to say because i can go to i can go into and, and, okay what i will say is that i there's a lot of people who will um kind of i guess do the kind of work that i do in an unethical way where they'll kind of zoom in and read in and pick through and go deep into somebody's you know experience energy content. I I like consent. So I like somebody to say, "Hey, what are you feeling? What what's going on here?" You know, so if I'm given kind of the access, then I can go as deep as I want to go. I can go, I can pick through, I can go what this is what's happening here. This is what we want to. So it's all about consent for me, but um and that's just kind of on like a person to person level of how deeply I'm feeling, but I feel like sometimes just from, you know, being a kind of the, doing the work that I do, having honed my abilities to the, the level that they're at, it's very interesting to live in the world and kind of And I'm sure you get this too. Um, It's very interesting to live in the world and kind of watch everything playing out and watch everything, you know, how everything's kind of cascading through time and space. And, you know, observing quite a few things about that um, and having my my opinions and my perspectives, and I'm not saying that my opinions and perspectives are always true, like core truth. Again, it's my experience. It's the way that I'm perceiving things. I think where some people kind of get confused or not confused, but they can be a bit unethical in their practices who are in similar fields of work that I do as they say, I'm perceiving this this way. So this is the only truth. This is the core truth. This is exactly the way that things are, right? So, um, but to answer your question, i can really go as deep as i want whenever i want <laughs> so, yeah.
2: Yeah. That was, that's super fascinating
0: yeah um it's it's interesting i mean never, nobody's ever really asked me that question before it's definitely interesting and especially interesting to kind of live you know the last year on this planet in the way that i did and getting to work with all kinds of different people from all over the world i work with people all over the world um, who have different, varying experiences with, you know, how they're processing things, what they're feeling about things. So, I, again, and I think it's it's a lost art, of, you know, of of like hearing somebody's experience and and maybe having a different experience or perspective, but not like getting all like, ah, oh, well, that's not right, and. Uh, it's a lost art nobody knows how to do it anymore everybody's just mad at each other (laughs) all the time um but um but but it's been interesting for me just you know yeah living the way that i live and and perceiving what i can feel and being so deeply sensitive to subtle energy and um you know that kind of thing, and uh, just trying to, and that's that's why I meditate so fucking much. Also, too, you know, that's that's why I meditate a lot as well. So that's a really good question. Nobody's ever asked me that.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's powerful because being able to to be in that place of awareness,
1: mm-hmm.
2: you have access to infinite resources. Because if you decide, yeah. literally everything can help you.
1: Mm-hmm
2: everything can help you move forward everything can help you evolve mm-hmm. um something that I've that i've had to been that I've had to tell myself a lot um recently is that it's impossible to go backwards you know I, I can't go backwards like i I must be able to look at what's in front of me and see it as something that is absolutely necessary it's happening for me it's happening through me in order for me to, evolve in, in not only ways that I can see, but in ways that I can't necessarily understand.
0: That's huge. That's, that's like, that's, that's it. (laughs) What you just said, you know, that's, that's massive. That's massive. Um, Yeah. I mean, I feel like we could, we could talk for hours. Like we've got a really good mind meld happening here, Um, but I have another call coming up. So I have to, um, I know, I feel like we could even do a part two and I know we're going to chat on your podcast too, but, um, but this was such a great conversation. Nick. I really loved getting the chance to just riff with you and, and go into your experiences. And I feel like we had a, a great, we had a great little mind meld there. That was really fun.
2: Yeah, this was sweet. You're a great conversationalist. Yeah. And um, I really appreciate you having a. I really appreciate you having me on your show.
0: Amazing. Well we'll talk soon. Thanks so much for your time and your energy and your insight and, um, and everything else.'m I'm, I'm walking away feeling you know my, my mind is is, uh, is moving in, 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 in a good way. So yeah. thanks. Nick. Uh, have a great rest of your day.
1: Yeah. thank you.